Howdy, folks. My name is Marble, and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, my name is Ray, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm Jupiter, and my pronouns are she, they. And welcome back. Oh, it's time to log in to Deck of Friendship. This 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 episode was a real spine vibrator. Oh, I hate that you're correct. My spine was vibrating at the speed of sound at this episode. Yeah. You know, there were like three things I really liked in this episode and about 15 things I hated. They I like how that they it was an interesting contrast to pair um like like interesting philosophical questions about the world with just absolute garbage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some might call it an endurance test. Yeah, uh-huh. there was like some really, you know, interesting uh ideas raised about the like nature of existence in this scenario and like what it really means to be a player character versus an NPC. But that was about Mm, 20% of the episode. When it should have been all of it. The remaining 80% of the episode was... uh, Natsuku saying uh, gross things about children. uh Natsuku saying incredibly disgusting things about actual children. Yeah, okay, so if you, if you wanna, if you wanna not hear about this, just like skip, skip forward like five minutes. We won't dwell on it too much, but we wanna get it out of the way. Yeah, we do have to like at least mention it. Mm hmm. Cause it sucked. It got worse and worse. Yeah, no, Natsuku, like, like, Sarah is the little kid that they just saved, and Natsuku immediately started saying weird things about her. Mm-hmm. It was very, very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was, uh, also, um, uh, they, I mean, they have, like, I don't know. No one knows how old Sarah is, and she also has weird, gross internal monologues about Nyanta. Uh, it's clearly, clearly the writers just think this is normal. Yeah. Uh, and then later on, uh, Shiro is talking about two definite children who he knows and who he helped teach when they were getting into the game for the first time. And Natsuku, uh, he asks, <laughs> he asks, if one of the children is hot and he and and he says worse than that but i do not feel comfortable saying any of it yep yeah so natsuku's dead natsuku's dead he's no longer a character to us we vaporized him i mean he barely adds anything to these episodes anyway we could genuinely he's getting the bandit keith treatment <laughs> right we can go through the rest of these series <laughs> almost certainly without acknowledging natsuku ever again I think we can do that. I think we can do that. I think we can do that. Um, there might be like some moments where we might want to talk about him, but hey, for the rest of it, we don't have to, and he's dead. We can find a way around it. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it'll all be context relevant at some point, but we're going to try our best to never talk about him again. Although I would like to say every time he said something gross, Akatsuki did throw, like, knives at him and stuff. So, like, hopefully at some point... She doesn't miss. Yeah, she'll, like, misjudge her aim a little bit and just, like, completely destroy Natsuku so much that he wakes up in church and stays there forever. Here's what they need to do. They need to assassinate Natsuku in his sleep, Mm -hmm. send Mm -hmm. him to church. 
Then, while he's at church, the members of the guild grab him and put him in a hole. <laughs> <laughs> a church hole. Yeah. So he's just in church the whole time. Yeah, he yeah, can't he's leave. In, he's in the church hole. Yeah, he's and in the- he, Yeah. Yeah. He can't do anything. And occasionally they just fill it with water. <laughs> Just here and there. <laughs> it's like those it's like those mobile game ads. Oh it's like my god. Hole and it's like filling with water. It's like, what would you do? 90% of players can't get this right. You have a hammer and a manhole hook cover. <laughs> what do you do? I'm gonna throw the hammer in the hole. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> dig deeper with my m- mantle. Uh, uh, Joy, I regret to inform you that the hammer the hammer does drown. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, it's just like the Titanic. Ray, I regret to inform you that you end up burying the water alive, <laughs> thus making you a murderer. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I killed the water. So yeah, so uh, Shiro and Akatsuki and Sarara and Nyanta and no one else ride away from the city from last time that I can't remember the name of. Suskino. Suskino. And they're just in the forest. And this episode is mostly just like, this episode is more about food than anything else. Yeah, and by by cutting out all of the gross talk, we have reduced the content of the episode to about five minutes. <laughs> we can do it, though, because there's a lot of cool stuff, actually. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, it's bad. Oh, uh, it's bad. Oh, God. I mean, it's bad. It's bad. It's just bad. They're just sitting around a, a campfire, and then we're trapped... <laughs> We're trapped <laughs> at the camp with them. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is that we also, I want to talk about one of the few good points of this episode, mm-hmm. which is that, you know, they, they have all this food. It tastes terrible and stuff. It, you know, this, it's standard fare at this point. Nobody is enjoying anything they're eating. But then, but then in the distance, they, they smell a good food. Yeah. They, they smell a good food off in the woods. And it turns out that Nyanta has like an expert cooking skill and also just doesn't use the game menus to make food. He just does it the old fashioned way. And because of that, all of his food actually tastes like food. Yeah, I love this. Yes. And there's this extremely well animated scene of all of them eating real food for the first time in <laughs> what I can only assume has been a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And from the air, uh, a voice calls the meat's delicious juices as it <laughs> champs down. <laughs> It's God. it's a lot. <sighs> it is a lot. I will say, I will say about this scene is that it does maybe not fully contradict the last episode, or maybe that was episode three. But at some point, they are talking about the food situation, and they say even somebody with a chef subclass can't make it taste good. But I guess that n- maybe no one had tried making it by hand with the chef subclass. Yeah. Probably everyone was just using game menus. If they were using the chef subclass, but they were still using menus, then it would suck. Apparently. two The two requirements are, one, you can't use the menus, and two, uh, you have 
have to have the chef subclass. So there's very, very few people that can make real food at this point. And then also that, I guess, would just rely on your real life cooking skills to make something that tasted good. Yeah. Yeah. Although I... From my understanding, it would probably be easier than real life because they have this whole conversation as they're setting up a campsite. Shiro's just like, oh, yeah, I never like I was never an outdoorsy person in real life. I once read a book about camping. I relate so hard to him. <laughs> but it would be, it, it's probably so much easier for me to set up this campsite in the game than it would be in real life. Mm-hmm. Right. In real life, you just buy a tent. Yeah. From the Bass Pro Shop. I want to point out a thing that happened last, maybe not last episode, but at some point during Nyanta, a Nyanta scene. Okay. They hinted at the food thing because he poured water and also peeled an apple. Peeled an apple? And put the apple bits with the water and made an apple tea thing. And I'm like, oh, oh, you probably don't notice that the first three times, but I've watched this show four times, so... <laughs> That's a lot of time. That is cool. For a second, or maybe longer than a second, because I'm, for some reason, still grappling with it. But for some reason, the concept of peeling an apple feels very wrong to me, even though I know it's a real thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, it's something that I don't genuinely very often do with my apples. Yeah, I don't peel them. Well, okay, can I, can I be real? When Ray said peel an apple, I was imagining the hand motion of peeling a banana. (laughs) <laughs> I wish Oh my goodness I was like I don't think that can happen Ray <laughs> Hey how do you peel your apple From the top or from the bottom <laughs> Oh my goodness Oh, oh my goodness God. Anyway that's just a fun little tidbit For you about, about Nyanta and, and making food Before it was properly introduced To the world Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like it Anyway, uh, it's cool. Nyanta's cool. He can cook. That's awesome. Nyanta's, yeah, Nyanta's still cool. Yeah. Nyanta's Yay. very cool. <laughs> now, I, I don't know how aware and involved he is with uh, everything that Sarara says and thinks about him. I'm electing not to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, That's just kind of where I'm at with this show. It's sort of where we have to be with this show. Is unless it's put in front of our face, we just are kind of trying to ignore it. Yeah, we just assume the best. Yeah, we're just ass- assuming the best. I Nyanta's just being cool. It's just being cool. Apparently, Nyanta, and this is this is an amazing detail. Apparently, Nyanta used to be in a guild of all yeah. cats <laughs> that lived in one big house where they would role play as cats. And just, and just, yes. I just want to say <laughs> yes. I, I I think this is just what Sararo was imagining, but like, because I think he was speaking in metaphor for most of this. Mm-hmm. But I hope that's what actually happened also. But Sarara has this, like, while Nyanta is talking about this, she has this, like, she imagines what it looks like, and it's just a bunch of uh, human proportion cat people. Doing cat things. Do it, laying around, fully clothed in, like, business attire, all, ar- like, around a house doing cat things. There's one pawing at the side of a, a door. 
We've all had daydreams like that. It's great. It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not true, it should be. It should be. It should be. It should be. Absolutely should be. I hope that's what would ha- I hope that's what happened. <laughs> um, what else happens? They 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 have a discussion about the debauchery tea party. Yes. Yeah. And Akatsuki is unwilling to accept that that one character that doesn't exist anymore was actually in it, and I accept that. We respect that, yeah. Well, he wasn't in it. Who are you talking about? There's no character like that. Right, exactly. (laughs) More importantly, Akatsuki, throughout uh, this and the last few episodes, has been like, I'm not as good as Shiro. I suck at this. And that's just her whole thing. And we're like, that's not true. You're an assassin. You get to kill stuff sometimes. It's cool. Yanta even says, you did pretty great out there, actually. (laughs) What would they do without their DPS? Exactly. What would they do without their uh, sneak PS? Those those mages would have did some fireballs and they would be in church right now if she didn't sneak up and cut them in half. Yeah, that is the implication, right? Like uh, the one character who doesn't exist is a tank. Shiro is the support. And so that would mean Akatsuki is the DPS. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now they have another support and another DPS. Well, here's the thing about Akatsuki is that like, I will note like, you know, Nyanta has pointed out how great she is in Battlefield, how helpful she, she is. But Shiro really hasn't all that much. Like, yeah, he, he he's mostly like in his own head for the most part. And so like, you know, people are always saying these like incredible things about Shiro and he doesn't like he barely acknowledges that and also doesn't seem to like acknowledge the accomplishments of his teammates very often either. Yes, even though he recognizes it, he doesn't verbalize it that often. Yeah. Compared to others. Right. I don't I don't necessarily think that he doesn't recognize it. Yeah, yeah, no, he's just not that vocal about yeah, it. Yeah, he doesn't Yeah. He doesn't say it. I'm, you know what, uh, here's my thing, okay, is that uh, this show is constantly just like, Shiro is the best person, player in this game, no one is better than Shiro, everyone is constantly talking about Shiro, and how cool Shiro is, and I just want to, I just want to knock Shiro down a peg, even a little bit. I, see, I want to knock him down a peg in terms of, like, his status as, like, the best sorcerer in the entire universe or whatever, but, like, he also is, like, one of the only half-decent characters we've got here. True, yeah, that's true. I'm gonna give him some some good boy points for that, for not being weird. Yeah. Good job, Shiro. Good job, Shiro, for just not being weird. Yeah, he's never he's never been weird. I don't remember him ever and being weird. And he always weird. calls out a certain tank weird whenever he's weird. Mm-hmm. Although, although I, him being <laughs> complicit and letting it happen still, and still continuing to, to associate with him. That is true. That is true. Still a problem. You can knock Shiro down a peg for his lack of social skills and understanding of relationships. Yeah, that is like an actual established plot point. We have to teach Shiro that now uh, the person who doesn't exist shouldn't exist. (laughs) If the show was any good... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm kidding. It is. I have. I do enjoy the show. You can hate the show. It's- I don't. I don't hate the show. Is the thing. I genuinely. But if you wanted to, you could. No, but but I think it would have been like really interesting if like early on in the show, like Shiro meets up with. I'm just gonna for a second. We'll pretend he exists again. Okay. Shiro like 
inviting Natsuku into this party and whatever. It would have been interesting if early on Shiro was just like, actually, no, people don't feel safe around you. You need to leave and gets kicked out of the party. And then, well, that's what would happen in real life. That's what would happen in real life. And then, like, it could turn into the story of Natsuku, like, being the villain, essentially, right? Because, like, his behavior and the villain's behavior is not that different in this show. That's really, I'm going to be like 100% honest. That's a really good story idea. Like, like full stop. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Too bad. The world is cowards. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, back to, back to acknowledging his non-existence. Yeah. Okay. So it's hard to know where we are in this episode because we have to go like cut out huge swaths of it. Yeah. They go to the, 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 the big barn. They, they meet an NPC. Yeah. They meet Grandpa. They meet Grandpa. They meet Grandpa. There's this, uh, in the cold open, it is just a straight up monologue of Shiro talking about NPCs, doing some NPC shop talk. And we actually do get this, like, cute little uh, montage of different fake games. The first one, like, looks like a Final Fantasy VII type, like, with the, with, like, the chunky graphics and, you know, the big arms. And then, like, it shows a different game that is more like, I don't know, PS2, PS3 RPG. Yeah. Then it shows Elder Tale. And I do like the, like, I don't know, you could, like, presume that these are earlier Elder Tale games or something like that. Ooh, I like that. I like that theory. Yeah. it It's like, you know, in the same way that, like, Final Fantasy was mostly single player and then has, like, two, like, had an MMO and now has a new one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's it's cool to imagine that, like, this company made other games. Elder Story, Elder Book, Elder Fable. Elder Scrungus. Yeah. All of the elder story type. <laughs> El- elderly. Elder, elderly. L-Y stands for something. We're not going to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Elder is in the usual Elder Tale font. And then Lee is in like fancy, brave, bravely <laughs> default. So, like, uh-huh. it's, a- it's actually pronounced elder.ly, yeah. but everyone just shortens it to elderly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, El- the Lee is, uh, you know, it's like bright green, you know, big, big, you know, thing. The, like, there's a bird on there somewhere. There's a bird on there somewhere. The, it, like, you know, when you hit square on the title screen or whatever, the camera. It and flies away. <laughs> the bird flies away and then the camera flies into the Lee. Oh my God. And you're like, what does this mean? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> That's incredible. Is this the is this the JRPG about like old people? No, it's not. It's just another Elder Tale game. <laughs> what? Well, why not? Why isn't this one also? <laughs> because that's too on the nose. Can you make an elderly character? 
Yes, absolutely. Yes, you can make okay, an good. elderly character. Yes. Good. What they don't tell you, now this is the secret to the LY, is that they get stat buffs, but no one knows. Ah, oh. not even the people who have them. It's like it's like it's like in Monster Hunter where there's like a secret luck stat that you don't know about mm. unless you like play the game a while and just like try to note it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, that's exactly what it is. So yes, it, there is a focus on the elderly, but no one knows. Yeah, if you, if you make a really old character, there is an age slider. It does curiously go from uh, like it goes from fifty to nine hundred. and uh yeah but if you if you max out the elderly slider uh in character creation uh when you get to the final boss which is a hip young skateboarder scony talk (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry say that again i said scony talk the final boss scony talk talk. (laughs) he sure does He sure does do the talk. Sounds like that sounds like a sounds like a like a Sesame Street sketch of a scone puppet. <laughs> Scony talk. See, I would assume that that's like like some kind of TED talk that that Tony Hawk would do, but just like at a cafe. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Scony Talk. Today I'm going to be kickflipping off of the cash register. While eating some shortbread. I'll give you my review while I'm in the air. <laughs> <laughs> only only when I'm airborne, that's the only time I can talk. <laughs> can I can I just say I, I wanna I wanna I wanna have a moment of, of pure unadulterated honesty. I've been thinking about scones a lot lately. Really? Yeah, I like I like want a scone. It's been such a long time since I've had a scone, and I've make just been one. thinking about scones lately. How do you make a scone? Carefully. Scones are I I haven't. It's been a while since I've made a scone, but I recall them being fairly easy. Okay, okay, that's good. Because like part of the thing about scones is that like they don't have a a hugely de- like defined shape, so you can mm-hmm. kind of mess around a little bit but i i i I will not say with expertise because i haven't made one in a while fair but scones are good scones are fully good now i want to make scones yeah i'm gonna have to look up how to make scones now you should you're gonna need heavy cream or buttermilk um and i don't know if i have either of those right now actually i bet you could get them from your local grocer's market i bet you could Thanks, local grocers market, for for supporting us in our sc- scone venture. Our scone venture. Hey, I have a there's a there's a little Steve Buscemi cameo in this episode because there's a big spider crawling on my wall. Uh oh. Uh oh. Also, ew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's cool. And here's the thing: is that I'm not saying ew about the spider. I'm literally saying ew about the Steve Buscemi thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you hit that with a master sword, you'll get a. Bishamilchula, I can't. Well, I can't. what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I can't. Uh-huh. You get a what? What do you get? You get? got Steve Buscemi's skull. Okay. Oh. What was the word that you said before? Why are we trying to address this? It was it like skulltula? It was. It's on the audio. People can go back and try to hear me say. Yeah, but I can't. I'm. I'm in the moment. I'm here right now. Bisham Skulltula. Bisham Skulltula. Bisham Skulltula. Bisham Skulltula. Bisham Skulltula. Oh my. Oh my goodness. Why does that sound like a Xenoblade character? 
Uh, this is my sword, Bashamjala. <laughs> oh my god. Goodness. <sighs> what is even happening? They make... Speaking of scones, they make cookies for Grandpa and his grandchildren. Yeah, yeah. That was sweet. The kids are super into Akatsuki being a ninja, (laughs) which is super adorable. Oh, yeah, they're like, they're like, oh, my gosh, can we see your swords? Can you throw some darts? And then the boy says, will you, will you kick my sister? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what? Oh, my God. (laughs) My dude. No. Oh my god. <laughs> it was absolutely wild. Now, before this, there is a small conversation uh, with Shiro about a couple kids, and I yeah. think that's when we learn about uh, Toya and Minori, two kids that he basically teachered and mentored yeah. uh, in the game during their first few days. Yeah, I, I did forget about this whole thing because uh, it was during the scene that we, uh, we all deflated like balloons. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But this is important, so we should talk about it. Yeah, so uh, Tuya and Minori are uh, two children. They are, like, level eight when everyone else is level 90. They just started the game. They just started, like, like a couple of weeks ago, and now they're trapped in a video game where if you die in the game, you, do- you go to church. Right. You go to church. And Shiro has this whole, like, monologue about... Uh, <laughs> How many of these, like, summary sections start with Shiro's having this monologue? <laughs> Every single bit. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 a monologuing boy. Yeah. Monologue Horizon. Monologue Horizon! Monologue Horizon. Uh, do you think he's just, like, in his own head all the time because he doesn't want to listen to what his uh, gamer friends are saying? Yeah, yeah, he tried to turn off voice chat, but now he can't because it's real life. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just thinking all the time to distract himself. He's just he's just in a constant s- state of voice chat dissociation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I wish I wish that were me. Jupiter. What? Jupiter. What? Jupiter, our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. We're not we're not gaming. We're not currently gaming. But we are gamers. But we're gamers. That's like, true. We on. don't die, we respawn. <laughs> At church. At church. At church. Uh, I just I just get so I just get so overloaded in big group chats. Me too. I mean, yeah. But yeah, there uh, Shira's monologue and Shira's thinking to himself about these two kids and he starts to exp- like talk about them and explain that he used to like right when they started out they walked up to him and were like hey you look strong will you help us out and he was endeared to them he doesn't normally like people asking him questions like that but he was endeared to them because they were just starting out and they're and they're kids they're just some kids having fun and so he he they they start talking about the teacher system Mm mm-hmm which is a system where higher level players can uh, lower their level and lower their stats to do quests with lower level players so that they can like teach them the ropes and get them started. Just like Final Fantasy fourteen. Just like Team Fortress 2. Just like Gary's mod. <laughs> just like teachers. Just just like teachers. Do you know how teachers have to lower their power level <laughs> in order to teach yes. children in real life? Yes. Yeah. That's not untrue. 
Yeah. Remember Mario Kart Double Dash? Anyway, they... Uh, yeah, it's still super good. It's, it's very good. Why didn't they ever bring back the two-person, one-car system? Because apparently Nintendo can only have one... Uh, ingenuity idea per game. (laughs) They can have one good idea at a time. And then once that's done with, they can't have it again. So they're gonna do like quadruple dash or something and have four people. (laughs) Quadruple dash. I can't wait. Uh, (laughs) Okay, okay. Sounds like Jupiter is just as excited for quadruple dash. Yes. A Mario Kart Battle Royale, but hold on. Mm-hmm. But hold mm-hmm. on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's not 99 players in separate cars. It's 99 uh-huh. players in one car. And you just have to try to stay in the car, yeah. and that's how you win. If you get hit with a with a <laughs> shell or something, if you're the one if you're the one in charge of driving, then you get knocked out of the car. Fund it. 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 Why Why play Mario Kart Live Tour when we can play Mario Kart? Help me think of a Mario Mario Kart Jenga Edition. How about this? Reggie's most dangerous game, Kart. Reggie's most dangerous game, Kart. Bringing it back. All the way back. All the way back to the beginning. Oh my gosh. Honestly... I have come up with too many good ideas for Battle Royale games. Yeah, I know, right? Like the food one? The food one? What was the food one? You remember the food one we made? What was the food? I remember I, I remember Splattle Royale. Oh, I love Splattle Royale. Splattle Royale needs to actually be a thing, Nintendo, though. Nintendo, pay me for Splattle Royale. What What was the food one? The one that had, like, McDonald's oh, and Burger King. Oh, right, where each, where each food mascot had, a, had different unique powers. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I st- <laughs> it was unlistenable now. Let's go back. I I do feel like I need to explain Splatter Royale now that I've acknowledged it on the podcast. Okay. Yeah, no, please, please explain Splatter Royale. Maybe this is the way that Splatter Royale gets funded. We can only hope. Splatter Royale would be a Splatoon Battle Royale spinoff uh, that would be sort of like Salmon Run, but there are like 40, 50 uh, Inklings and Oculings on the map. Going around to these different objectives and defending them from the Salmonids. And if you get splatted, you respawn as a boss Salmonid and try and splat the other Inklings and Octolings. It's the perfect plan. It's so good. That means just playing the whole time. Yeah. And I just like, I, I want it so desperately. Nintendo, where are you? Nintendo, you have to. I just want the money to the, the name, please. <laughs> That's it. That's uh, that was my contribution, and I'm so proud of it. I want the money, Nintendo. Yeah, give Nintendo. Give Ray the can money. you loan me like eight hundred dollars? Yeah, please? yeah, Nintendo, you can afford it. Could you lend me like? Could you not lend? Could you give me can like? You give Doug Bowser. I made a good title for you. Could you like just route me a few thousand dollars? Yeah, you can. You can totally afford it. No one's even gonna bat an eye. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Just skim a little to- uh, off the top for for your friends over a dick of friendship, Doug Bowser. Come on, Dougie. Come for on for your dick of friendship, pals. Remember all those things we did for you, Doug Bowser. Remember how we got you to the top. We got you to the top. You remember us, don't you? Do we need to jog your memory? 
because I actually recorded a lot of it in my scrapbook. Mm. Yeah, Joy's <laughs> scrapbook is very comprehensive. <laughs> We're still talking about the scrapbook, but it still sounds like a threat. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> That's a. This is a very comprehensive scrapbook we got here, and I used two glue sticks. Oh. Oh. Oh, you don't you don't want to mess with her. She used two glue sticks. Doug, you don't want this. You want to make this nice and easy. Douglas Bowser. Everything you see before you was bought at the craft store down the street. The, the highest quality construction paper was involved in its making. You don't want to mess with me. I'm in deep with Michael of Michaels. <laughs> you know, you know, Michael of Michaels. It's the Michael. I own a lot of sequins, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Listen, Doug, you don't want to get mixed up in this. Just just route us the money. It's fine. You don't want to mess with Michael, Doug Bowser. We, what, what would happen if he got word about this little situation, Doug Bowser? You don't want to get bedazzled, would you? Would you? I like the idea <laughs> that, like, he's just, like, part of this conversation, but staying absolutely <laughs> silent. <laughs> just, like, listening to this and just, like... Come on, Doug. No, he has nothing to say. Doug, I'm waiting for your response, Doug. You don't have to say anything. Just drop the money, Doug. Old Dougie Bows. Old Dougie Bows. What you got in that briefcase, Dougie Bows? It better be the cash. Or is it your scrapbook? Or is it your own scrapbook? Oh, no. It's not as good as Joy's scrapbook, because she got her materials, as we said, at Michael. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a sponsored message from Deck of Friendship. No, it's not. No, no. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop threatening Doug Bowser with Michael sequins and move on. In Joy's scrapbook, she has a picture of her with Donald Duck. That's right. I took it at Disney World. This was pre-quarantine, I swear. Yes, this was pre-quarantine. As you can tell, nobody in the shot is wearing a mask, although that doesn't necessarily mean it's from pre-quarantine, does it? Oh no, oh yikes. You wouldn't want to go to Disney World post-quarantine, would you, Doug Bowser? <laughs> Would you, Doug Bowser? Are you threatening to send Doug Bowser to Disney if he doesn't route us money? Is that what we're doing right now? Hey, I, I didn't, I didn't say nothing. It's all alleged. Uh, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. That was never explicitly stated. Oh, I'm doing this for the audience's sake. <laughs> I, I was just asking if you, if he would like to. Yeah, yeah. Just a little suggestion for a nice trip, if you know what I mean. Ha ha, wink wink. A little, a little long trip off of a short Disney World, if you know what I'm saying. Ha ha, ha, ha. wink wink. Anyway, <laughs> they're in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, a, so that was a bit. That was certainly a bit. <laughs> there was a bit that turned into a bit that turned into a bit. <sighs> So yeah, Toya and Minori are cool little children that are learning how to play the game and Shiro decided to help them. These little grandchildren remind Shiro of them. Yeah, Shiro does say that the last time that he saw them, they joined a guild. Yes. 
A really good guild that respects them as people. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. He's like, I haven't seen them in ages, but they were level eight when I used to know them, and then they joined a guild, so they're definitely much higher now, and later in the episode we find out, <gasps> no. Talk about it right now, because we're there. We're not there. We're not there, though. We're not there. We, we, we're not at Disney yet, Doug Bowser. Quit looking out the window. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to go to Disney World. Wow, <laughs> Doug, I didn't... This is the first time you're speaking. I didn't know this is what you sounded like. Well, this is just about Disney. I want to go to Disney. I want to go kiss the mouse. Um? <laughs> <laughs> May I... Well, okay, I was... May I question your motives, please? <laughs> I was about to recommend the Disneyland Adventures for Xbox, but... <laughs> I forgot about that. Wait, is that a thing? But I don't think you can kiss the mouse in Disneyland Adventures. Is there a Disneyland Adventures for the Xbox? There's a Disneyland Adventures for the Xbox, and you wouldn't want to- Which Xbox? Uh, I don't know. I think it's on uh, Game Pass. That's hilarious. But you wouldn't want to wake up there. You wouldn't want to play Xbox, would you, Doug Bowser? No, I want to go to Disney. That's right. That's right. We all want to go to Disney. Yeah. I want to ride in a teacup. We all want to ride in a teacup, Dougie Bows. No, you don't. You're just saying that to threaten me, and it's not working. Why would I threaten you, Dougie Bows? I don't know. Just transfer me the cash. <laughs> where, where are we going? What are we doing? <laughs> Disneyland, uh, uh, supposedly. Supposedly Disneyland. Yeah, th I thought there was something else in the... Oh, right. Yeah, they, Oh, it's the people. <laughs> it's a talk about the people. They're, well, they're having... In, in the farmhouse, which they go into because it starts raining, they're, like, talking to this NPC, and this it's this, like, old man. He has a name. His name is uh, Fedor. Fedora. He's the ombudsman, which is a, a word that I'm Googling. Yeah. An official appointed to investigate individuals' complaints against maladministration, especially that Ooh. of public authorities. Ooh, I like this guy. I like this guy. He's HR for, for cities. He keeps the fantasy cops in check. Maladministration is, I thought it was like a more fancy word than this, but it's just malicious and administration jammed together. Yeah, just mm -hmm. smashed, just Frankensteined together. Inefficient or dishonest administration. It sure is. This dude is reigning in the authority. Hell yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, he, Fedor, uh, invites them into the barn where they can sleep. Akatsuki fights with a ghost over some straw and the children come in, Mishka and Ivan. Now, we did briefly say that, that they made them cookies. We did not say that they had never heard of cookies before this moment. That's right. They had no idea cookies even existed or were a thing even. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I'm not even sure what that implies for the world, necessarily. Yeah. I mean, it. it I think it implies that there's not a lot of variety. <laughs> Yeah, they all eat tasteless garbage. I don't... Well, supposedly the NPCs eat real food. Maybe? I mean, do we do we know that the NPCs are definitively doing anything? I mean, like, it's weird because the NPCs, uh, they're also called the people of the Earth in the way that, like, a video game would call a group of NPCs something that the players would totally ignore. Yeah, because NPC is just... 
quicker and easier. Mm -hmm. But the NPCs, like, are supposed to have these scripted bits of dialogue and just be, like, quest givers or whatever. Most of them wouldn't have names. But these all, these NPCs have names, have backstories. Fedor starts talking about how when his daughter was giving birth to his grandchildren, his, the husband was out of town for whatever reason, and he had to drag his, his daughter's body across the mountain to get to a doctor uh, during a blizzard. That's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. <laughs> the story gets cut off, but they have this like conversation uh, about how the NPCs, like, sure has this thing about how the NPCs, like, aren't just NPCs, they are real humans, essentially. Yeah, they certainly act sentient, especially, like, we, we haven't seen much of NPCs except for this this family. Like, we've seen other NPCs, but never, like, had, uh like, extended conversations with them. But these are, like, these are basically just folks. They're just people. Yeah, in this, like, farmland town that in an in a MMO for sure you would just breeze past would most of the time there wouldn't be adventurers going through it because like it's just a place you know you, where you go like on your way to another quest or whatever and they have this like little conversation about like not knowing if they if these NPCs were always this fleshed out or if there were always this many of them because when they were just treating it as a game, they ignored all of this stuff. And the, like, NPCs are the ones who are actually living in this world and working and doing stuff. Also, was it said in a previous episode that they don't wake up in church if they die, they just stay dead? Uh, it hasn't been stated, but I think it's implied. Yeah, because it's like, because cause Shiro during this episode says, we're kind of the freaks in this world because when we die, we just wake up at church. So that kind of implies in a way that like, yeah, now yeah. NPCs are finite and fragile, apparently. Well, I mean, hell, in the uh, in the <sighs> city that I can never remember the name of. Siskino. Uh, in Siskino, like the guild there killed every NPC. Yeah, ooh. So. And now we know they're sentient, which makes that so much worse. Mm -hmm. And also that they might not respawn, which makes it worse still. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Oh. That guild either doesn't know and certainly doesn't care that they are for real actual murderers. Yeah, they're not great. Yeah. Wowzers. Wowzers. Uh, speaking of, speaking of things that are a little rough. Wowzers, wowzers, it's Doug Bowsers. Doug Bowser, you've come again. I just want to go to Disney. Welcome, Doug Bowser. How was your Disney trip, Doug Bowser? It was fine. The teacups were down. I imagine a lot of... A lot of attractions were down. Yeah. Apparently, this is just something I've heard. And also, this is, I guess, I mean, it's related, but it's <laughs> not, like, relevant to the episode. But I still want to mm -hmm. say it. Apparently, at Disney right now, 
Um, they like keep the princesses in like in like hypoallergenic bubbles. What? They they're like in bubbles so that they don't get sick. What? So like when kids kids can go and see the princesses, but the princesses can't interact with anyone physically, and they should not be. They should not be. It should not be open. Disney shouldn't be open. It just shouldn't be open. Okay, just stop. Just everybody needs to stop. I have been quarantined since february i'm losing my mind i just want to go outside again and everyone else is just out there going to disney going on fun road trips and stuff just like nothing's nothing's happening what the hell doug bowser doug bowser this is all your look fault. at look at what you look at the state of the world look at doug. the state of the world doug bowser what could you have done now 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 he decides to stay silent it speaks volumes doug bowser volumes, volumes. Volumes. You were talking about all, all your excitement for going to Disney, but like you're rich, you know, you can just like buy out the park and go for yourself, right? Like you don't. You can get a giant hamster wheel that yeah keeps you away from the germs and roll it around Disney. Doug. <laughs> okay, but I was just imagining Doug Bowser <laughs> in a hamster wheel. That's pretty good. <sighs> So, so there is, uh, the, there is, uh, a sort of, I don't know, I guess like off screen, the gang makes it back to Akihabara. They don't really, uh, show it or acknowledge it, but oh well. Yeah. They just are. They're just back. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's this, um, there's this extra, like, scene at the end of the episode where we, in fact, do meet up, at least we, the audience, meet up with Toya. And, uh, 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 Minari. Minari. I got there. I scrolled up. Yes. Uh, yeah, Toya and Minari are, uh, sort of in a bad way. Yeah, it turns out that guild, uh, was a bad one. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, you joined a bad guild. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh, oh, Oh, that's not so nice. They're forcing the children to do fighting to get items and not letting them rest and also making some of them just so. Yeah. Also taking things from them, but giving them minimum food and necessities. Yeah, they have to earn every meal and uh, they go out on these missions and because they're also low level, most of them die. Oh, also uh, verbally abusing children. Yeah. Yeah, oof, 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 oof. Yeah, all of... All of the villains in this show are, they do not, they do not hold back on how bad they are. Yeah, no, it's not good. It's not a good guild. Um, Toy and Minori are in a bad spot because the guild is taking advantage of them and other children. Yeah. And they're like- And exploiting them for, for, for work, essentially. Yeah. And like, they're plotting in the like cafeteria of the guild hall- of, like, how they're gonna break out, and thinking on, like, if Shiro was here, what would he do? And then they're on their way out into the wilderness again, and Toya hears Shiro talking to some folks, because he's just returned from Akihabara, or to Akihabara, and he almost goes to approach but then walks away sadly instead. And then Shiro sees the, like, back of his head, and then Shiro just stares sadly. And then the episode ends. 
Yep. Yeah, I, 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 I hope that kid knows Shiro would have helped if he knew. He would have. He would have helped. Yeah. It's like they're setting up for something. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe this will never be acknowledged again. No, probably not. Anime's like that sometimes. It's messed up. Remember the GS ball in Pokemon? I do. Oh, yeah, the GS ball. It'd be like the GS ball if it was instead, hey, remember that time that there was a a group that had imprisoned children? Anyway, so Squirtle is here. Let's talk about something else. This episode, this episode was the worst one we've seen so far. (laughs) Yeah, this one was rough. If only for two reasons, and we've already talked. I was like, I went into this episode being like, oh, it's sort of like a, you know, like a low stakes chatting world building episode. That seems like a good idea. That's fun. Uh, And then, (laughs) and then all that happened. Yeah. That could have been the episode we got. We could have got a fun little world building episode and learning about the environment. And Instead, we got 35 seconds of world building and 99%. Uh, 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 oh no, stop. Uh oh, no, no, no. Log Horizon, you don't understand. I have to talk about this for an hour and a half later. Stop, please. <sighs> yeah, I think, I think that's the episode on this one. I just like. Yeah, that's it. I can't imagine any any further crevices of this episode that we could mine for things to talk about. We've we've gone for about an hour. We're good. Well, heck, uh, that was that was sure episode of Deck of Friendship. Make sure to do the Twitter stuff and yada yada. For some reason, I'm having a hard time ending this episode because I'm just like I want to end on a nugget of good. Uh, and I'm I'm really searching for it. The nugget of good is that we're all friends yeah. and life is good, even when the episode of anime isn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, before before we end it off tonight, I want to uh talk again about about my dream about my about my dream. Hey, I have recently been uh really struggling at work. I work uh 30 hours at a grocery store on top of the, you know, three podcasts that I'm a part of, the like three to maybe sometimes four times a week that I stream, the administrative stuff that I do with the new network, and I have been podcasting and making stuff on the internet uh, in, like, this form for, you know, like, over two years now. And I really enjoy making the stuff that I that I make. And uh, I plan to, you know, no matter what, keep making stuff because I just really, really love doing what I do. And uh, it is honestly, it's one of my favorite, like, parts of my life is making all this stuff. And that said, I, I really, I really want and really need to be able to quit my job. Uh, it is really straining on me, uh, in a major way. And, uh, uh, especially as an autistic person, it is a real big struggle for me. I'm very noise and touch sensitive. But yeah, it, it, it would be really amazing. It would really, really help me out if you, uh, listening were able to help and support me in, in any way. Uh, there are a couple of ways that you can do that. 
For one, uh, if you just want to like donate money to me directly, you can absolutely do that uh, if you would be so kind at my coffee link, which is coffee.com slash hell princess Jupiter. Additionally, the best way to support me is to check out my Twitch channel. I stream again uh, around three times a week, uh, sometimes four. Streaming a lot of single player games. I'm a very chill streamer. Uh, and you know, I like to make goofs, like to make jokes. Uh, but I also just, you know, enjoy being like a chill, relaxing force for, for people. Uh, and I have a lot of fun doing it. I have a lot of fun streaming. I love do doing what I do. And, uh, you can help me out, uh, just by, you know, hanging out and watching my streams. Uh, subscriptions and donations are extremely helpful and I really, really appreciate it. But you really like, uh, a monetary investment is by no means required to enjoy my stuff. Uh, and I, I definitely understand that, like, a lot of people can't like physically can't provide that financial support and like there is no shame in that uh i i genuinely i just wish you the best and and you know you can absolutely just enjoy my stuff without feeling any guilt about not being able to f support me in that way uh but if you can support me in that way i really highly appreciate it uh because again like my my dream my goal is to be able to do this stuff full time, to be able to uh, put in uh, a more consistent effort and be able to do more stuff. And uh, if I can, if I can do that, that would be absolutely incredible. And yeah, if you, uh, if you would uh, be so generous as to support me or just, you know, want to hang out, have a new streamer to watch, uh, just, uh, just have a chill things to do weekday nights uh you can find me on twitch at twitch.tv slash hell princess jupiter uh and it would mean a lot thank you give jupiter your money do it do it do it only if you can reasonably afford it and have donated to other more important things you're an important thing i'm not a thing <laughs> I'm so That's right. You're a person. You're an individual. Sorry, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much, you two. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, thank you so much. Uh, and yeah, thank you for listening to Deck of Friendship. Uh, if you want to support the show, uh, the best way to do that is to just share it with a friend. Share it with somebody that you know. Talk about it in your in your online community. Uh, spread the word out. We don't advertise the show in, in any way. And, uh, word of mouth really is the, the best way to, to get our show out there. And it would really mean a lot if you did that. You can also write us a review on iTunes. A five star review would be much appreciated. If you do, we will read it out on the show. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Friendship Deck. You can email us at deckoffriendshippod at gmail.com. And yeah, I think that it is time to log out. Hada! Beep, 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 beep.